0: My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to the cast of Pennyworth, which is the origin of Batman's butler, Alfred Pennyworth. The show is about a former British SAS soldier, Alfred Pennyworth, who forms a security company and goes to work with Bruce Wayne's billionaire father, Thomas, in 1960s London. So to talk about what fans can expect for its upcoming third season is Jack Bannon, who plays Alfred Pennyworth, and Ben Aldridge, who plays Thomas Wayne. So I wanted to ask you, both of you, From season one, we're kind of like introed into Alfred and Thomas. We're learning about them for the first time. I think the most that we've ever had, unless you've read the comics. So what was it like for you guys settling in? And then how have they evolved to now season three?
1: I mean, they've evolved a lot. It was, you know, initially it was a daunting task, I think, to approach such well-known characters um luckily there was a lot of information in the script and we kind of used that as our bible and tried to block out any kind of other noise but we're really it's it's been a number of years now in our personal lives and it's been you know 30 hours on on tv and it's it's evolved and it's become a real comic book show now. You know, um, we it kind of started off like a sort of Victorian Dickensian sort of <laughs> London thing, and it's exploded into this kind of seventies, colourful, sexy kind of psychedelic um, comic book show. Which is which is you know it's been it's been great to watch the evolution of it. I think.
2: Yeah, I think I think like it, it's good to track the evolution of the characters as well because. think what Bruno, our showrunner, was interested in doing was like looking at the DNA or the personality types that, 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 you know, are part of or surround uh, Batman that become Bruce Wayne, obviously. So I think he's really tracked them really well. So, for example, obviously, Thomas in season one is working for the CIA, he's a bit of a fish out of water, he's kind of put in various morally compromising positions, he's not quite sure what's what's right and what's wrong for quite a while and I think season two that develops for him, he's he's given more responsibility, he's given, he's got the kind of power of making choices to save lives or destroy lives and I think that kind of really torments him and he wants to end all of his involvement with those with that association by the end of season two and season three sees him trying to be on the straight and narrow and becoming the kind of do-gooder family man that we know him as the philanthropist from the comics so there's like a real kind of uh, evolution there from this fictional world that Bruno created pre-comics which was I think like a bit of a relief for us because you know being cast was very exciting but we also had the pressure of like oh, we're playing these iconic characters, people have a, an idea of what to expect, but, oh, kind of great, we're, we're filling in the blanks, we're doing the history before we meet them in the comics, which, in that way, Bruno had free, way, free reign, I suppose he knows where he's taking us, and he has to get us to a certain point, but we have the kind of creative freedom of, of, like, of, of making it up essentially, or Bruno makes it up and we kind of make it up a little bit along with him. But um, yeah, it's nice It's nice that it's got to where it's got to and that we've done a five year time jump and the kind of show has evolved in the way it has, it's exciting.
0: Well, let's talk really quickly about season two finale. I'm just going to run down through a couple of things that were like crazy in the finale. We find out that he's alive. We find out that Mr. Pennyworth is alive for most of it. We yeah. find out that he is alive and back and is talking to his wife. For those two things, what were they like for you when you guys read it? <laughs> to hear like this crazy and then there's a time jump Mm. and then you have Thomas and Martha who has a baby and it's a girl Mm -hmm. so what was that like for you guys when you read the script
1: it was hilarious because we obviously you know in a, in a perfect world you get all the scripts before you start shooting but we don't live in a perfect world so we get scripts very late because Bruno doesn't do his homework um, and um, so we sort of read them as we go along but it's great because all the crew are reading them at the same time so we're shooting and then the new script will drop and everyone will be like have you read it have you read it and people will like scuttle off into their own corner and kind of read and it just blew everybody's mind I found it hilarious because James Purfoy, who plays Gully Troy is a very suave gentleman in real life smooth. he's very smooth and he signed on to this show to be this kind of suave army captain and then suddenly they've got him in this suit with blue stuff shooting out of his hands and he's painted blue and it all really like went crazy he's smurf. but he yeah <laughs> Yeah, but he was a great sport and um, absolutely loved it. In the end, he was like, a, a you know, a kid with an action man. He, he thought it was brilliant, but he couldn't sit down in the suit and it was all very painful. It a, so it's quite funny. But yeah, I mean, it re- I feel that the end of season two really upped the ante. And we kind of it just went bonkers, and season three sort of carries on from where that left off, really.
2: Yeah, it, it did go bonkers, didn't it? i remember yeah. reading and being like, okay, we're having like a, a battle in the streets of London, <laughs> and I'm obviously not in, in any of those scenes, but I went to watch them being filmed. So I just thought it read it read so excitingly on the page, and you've got like got like great special effects, like we've got tanks on the streets. The backlog was so like yeah. it was such like a little Hollywood dream to walk to walk in on because we've got this these big London streets and then we had the tanks there were cars like flying around explosions and stuff and like you've got Gully Troy shooting blue electricity at this and then you know Martha and I at the same time that's happening she's having a baby which you know for all intents and purposes we have been thinking that she is going to give birth to Batman um and yeah
0: then, I surprise- think we all have-
2: the surprise gender reveal uh, <laughs> end of um, season two, which I still don't know the answer to. Like, I I don't know if Sam is gonna is gonna become Batgirl or where um, where uh, Bruce has a uh, a female sibling in the canon. I don't know how it fits. Like, um, and Bruno is keeping that very much under wrap. So really curious to see like how that evolves
0: well yeah it was it was so much fun and I would have probably come on set too just to see like gully kind of being used to try to end this war that was happening and just like shooting things off and I mean it must have been crazy I mean it must have been so cool to see
2: also we Emma and I shot that I mean I felt more for Emma than for me but we shot the birth scene three different times oh wow because it was really tricky with covid at the time and sometimes we had we had this amazing animatronic baby for one that they shot it and then felt that it didn't look convincing enough but anyway she she had to do that which was really intense and she's amazing in the scene but we had to do it on like three different days you wouldn't have wanted to have been there for that the, the battle scene before <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if i came up you um, would have yeah. been like uh ben would have been like uh skip this because yeah. I just really like, cool, like <laughs> background
2: <laughs> Ooh, yeah
0: <laughs> well I know that there we can't talk too much about season three but i want to bring up a couple of things in the trailer which you know so everyone saw i don't know how much you guys can talk about it but obviously we have a new mind control drug issue yeah. that's taking place this season i also felt that um in particular alfred kind of swabbed out a little bit suit very gadgety kind of like full yeah. out <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like almost like a mini batman which kind of makes sense right because he ends up kind of almost being like a father to him mm. you know down down the line mm. so um I guess I'll start with you um Jack about it what was it like for you reading it because I do feel like there's a shift in him a little bit and then we have this new issue now with this mind control drug yeah
1: I think because of the five-year time jump um he's obviously older the 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 fashion in the 70s was amazing so we're doing as it was in the 60s but you know it was a whole new wardrobe for him and um finding his feet in that sense and yeah the, the lullaby state the mind control drug is um very of the time I think you know psychedelics in the 70s uh it kind of fits and yeah it was just so exciting to get on set reading it I you know I thought it was a brilliant first episode when I read it and then getting on set and seeing how the sets, the houses and the kind of backlot and the, the, the you know, the sets that we know and love had changed. Suddenly there was mad colours and, you know, the the set design had really sort of ran with the theme as well. So it was a real different look.
0: Yeah. And Alfred's a bit of a sex magnet this season. Oh, well, yeah. Then, yeah I, agree. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, all right, you know, Jack. I mean, obviously, you're a sex magnet, but you know, Alfred really is yeah. like stepped up because we got to see him with a couple of people. You know, in season one, he kind of fell in love, but you see some love kind of happening in the trailer for season three. So anything that you could talk about for that? I think he's
1: always he's always got you know stuff going on. He's got game. Yeah, <laughs> I think so and I think Sandra. You know, him and Sandra aren't together anymore, but she's this massive pop star. So I think really deep down, he's just. Trying to cover for that, you know, when you break up with someone and they sort of become very successful.
0: Yeah, you want to be Uh, like cooler.
1: But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I imagine it hurts.
0: (laughs) And yeah, and you want to be like cooler and be like, yeah, I'm like cool. I'm like,
1: no, I'm doing fine. I don't know. Yeah, I'm doing fine.
2: I I, I I feel like he's kind of cooler in general anyway. Like he's a bit more cynical and a bit more like world weary. He seems like Mm. he's kind of, he's got all this action shit under his belt and he's just like, yeah, he seems Mm. like very kind of a bit over it like still doing a bit like you know just like yeah. su- super cool whereas i don't know thomas is still a, uh... loser. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> a loser no david is a
2: loser well, I didn't d- and I is. didn't
0: say it. Yeah, ben is still a sex still... magnet. He's just taken. <laughs> you Thank you, so, Monica. Thomas, Thomas yes, is bringing you in fishing for that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Ben it. is still a sex magnet. It's just that Thomas has taken. So Thomas I is taken. Wonder- yeah.
2: And he's also like, he's not as smooth, that's for sure. No. <laughs> he's he's much more neurotic than than Alfie. Yeah.
0: Well, like, for Thomas, like, how does it, for, well, I should say Ben, for Thomas, how is it this season? Because he is taken, he has a baby. Yeah. But we have fast-forwarded, so. I was
2: curious, before we started, I was like, is he just going to be this, like, family man and wear, like, slippers? <laughs> and I'm not in, like, really sharp suits anymore. I'm in, like, cardigans. We did this, <laughs> we did this one fitting where they were, like, they brought all these 70s cardigans and, like, slightly flared trousers. And I was like, no. <laughs> you sound these amazing, like. Tailored incredible suits that I felt a million dollars in and these like expensive handmade coats and stuff. So I was like, hey, what's gonna happen? Um but yeah, he he is this family man, he and with that comes responsibility and he's kind of transitioned into be a into be a pediatrician, so he's left the CIA kind of dark days behind. Um so he's on the straight and narrow, but not for long because uh Patrick Wayne, his father arrives and tries to embroil him back into kind of the, the dark side, basically. so he has he is once again as always in a battle with himself about his own moral conscience um and has some kind of pretty huge decisions to make to protect his family honor um but you know he's he's definitely still a sex symbol
0: <laughs> I knew we were gonna circle back because I was gonna interrupt and be like yeah with the clothing he was probably like oh my gosh they're gonna make me so not sexy yes yeah, and they
2: kind of like they want my, my hair to, to be a bit bigger and like I was a bit like
0: Ooh.
2: anyway he still, he still sees a bit of action and like actually this the, not in that way, this year it is it's super dramatic for him like a lot of big dramatic things uh happen for him so I mm-hmm. think that's cool
0: I want to I guess ask what are you excited for fans to see because like I said we have like mind control drugs ga- new gadgets you have yeah I mean we have this fast forward we have like so many things it literally opened the world up to anything that we could possibly see this season so what are you most excited for fans to see and what do you want to tease
2: I'm most excited because we I think I can tease this, we go to Gotham. So, uh, like, I think that's a pretty exciting thing for the fans. We use the sets that were from the Batman that were on our backlog. Um, which was like really really exciting. So some of the scenes I've watched back the Batman recently, some of this, some of the sets I've I've been on, and like <laughs> you know, some pretty cool stuff happens in season three in Gotham. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah,
1: that was good. <laughs> I think you summed it up. Gadget. Um insane. I think I think it's the 70s, the genesis of this superhero and supervillain stuff, people with enhancements we're calling them. You know, they're not quite superheroes yet, but their arm is kind of a, the arm of a superhero that mutants. Um, yeah which will be quite exciting and, um, yeah, just Alfred looking cool again, you know? Yeah.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Jack and Ben talk about their characters and what fans can expect for season three of Pennyworth. The show is currently available for streaming on both HBO Max and Epix, so make sure to check it out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.